0: Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week podcast. Our vision is to empower each person to know God, experience freedom, and discover their purpose to make a difference. Enjoy the message from this past Sunday. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful time. God bless you. God bless our kids. And welcome to Harvest House. What a what a beautiful time of worship before the Lord uh, and tremendous time partaking in communion. Well, welcome to Super Bowl Super Sunday. How about that? It's a Super Sunday in here right now. It is happening. So, hey, as we're getting settled, uh, go ahead and pull out your cell phone and, and uh, go to your Bible app. For those who don't know, go to the YouVersion Bible app and then go down to More and then hit Events. And you can follow along. We've got the announcements in there. We've got the notes in there. We've got everything that you could possibly want. Here's how you would do that. Just go to your Bible app. First step, go to more. Then you go to events, and then you'll see Harvest House Church. Again, there's so much in there if you need prayer. And also, if you're a guest with us today, please fill out that information. We'd love to be able to send you some handouts and whatnot. So fill that out. There's a prayer link at the bottom, and also a devotion that was fantastic. We could all go through together this week. So amen. All right. So now I want to jump into our new series that we're going to call Deeper. Uh, Deeper. And what do I mean by deeper? What I mean by deeper is we're going deeper in our commitment to God, our relationship with God, but we're also going to go deeper with one another. And what we're going to find in this Teaching today is three keys to going deeper in your relationship with God and going deeper with one another. And we're going to look at the two miracle, one of the two of the miracles that Jesus did when he when he caught them, you know the miraculous catch of fish. It actually happened twice. And the first is uh, Luke chapter five. I'd invite you to go there on your cell phone or if you have the app. I've got the scriptures for you. And then later we'll go to John chapter twenty one to see the second time it happened. Now. I want to show you this picture. This is a, a beach in, on the Sea of Galilee that is called Tagtha. And the, the teachings we're going to do today, they came, they happened at this place called Tagtha. So much happened on this little small beach that would go about from right here to about Walmart. That's how big it is. But, but it, um, the first miraculous catch of fish was there. Peter was called you know by Jesus there. Then we'll see was reinstated there. Uh, the second miraculous catch of fish, also the you know, the multiplication of the you know the fish and the loaves, it all happened right there. So here's the thing: all these events that you're reading out of the Bible, they're real locations, and Jesus is a real savior. You know, he's a real person, God, who has come to die for us. How many happy about that? Everybody, yeah. It's amazing. All right, so let's jump right in it and, and see. What we're going to do here. And, and, and this is something, the symbolic meaning of this, I really want you to capture this as we go to these three points. The symbolic meanings in these stories, fishermen, at the time it was disciples, but it's representative of you and I, went out in a boat, symbolic of ministry, you know, your work and your ministry, to cast a net, the net. Now, net is very important as teaching. We'll come back to it a lot. Our lives to bring fish, basically people, out of the sea or out of the lake, and, to the, and that means symbolic of our city. So keep that in mind as we go, and we're going to give you three keys. Here's the first key. The first key to going deeper with God and deeper with one another is hear and obey the call. And I'm telling you right now, there is a call going out to the people of God to go Deeper, and there's a reason, and we're going to see that reason as we go to the scripture in Luke chapter 5. We're going to look at the life of Peter and see how God called him into the deeper meanings. So, here we go. And in Luke chapter 5, let me set it up for you great crowds were, were around Jesus because he was doing some incredible stuff. And he was on the beach here at the, what you saw, Tapa, and so he saw two fishing boats. And he, one of them belonged to a guy named Simon, who will later be known as Peter. And he said, hey, you know, cast off from shore. I want to get in your boat and continue to teach. So, so Peter did that. And then we have this incredible scripture that comes out in Luke 5, verse 4. When he had finished speaking or teaching the crowds, he said to Simon, put out to the, there it is, deep, deeper. Put out to the deeper water and let down. The nets, again, symbolic of our lives and our work for a catch. Deeper. And, you know, and as I think about the times that we are in right now, I believe God's calling us to throw our nets, again, our lives, into the depths of the world. But he's calling you to go deeper in your love for him. Yeah. It's, it's a call, it's out there. Deeper in our adoration and worship of him, deeper in prayer. You know, praise God, Friday night, Friday night, there were people here praying from 12 o'clock to six in the morning. I'm telling you, that's going deeper. You know what I mean? That's putting your snorkel away and putting your scuba gear and going deeper. Yeah, yeah oh my, God, it's awesome. So, but deeper, and even this week, tomorrow, first Monday, we're going to be meeting here at those times of prayer. And then, and then guess what happens? First Wednesday, worship. What would it be like to gather all these people and just go deeper in worship there's a call of God and there's a reason why he's calling us to go deeper deeper with him but also deeper with one another now here's what's interesting when Simon heard this go deeper and let down here's what he said master we've worked hard all night and we hadn't caught a thing but because you say so we'll do it and is not our response many times our response so many times when we hear "go deeper" is like, "been there, done that, seen it," or yeah, there's just something in us like I'm just too busy. I I, I just I don't know how I'm going to do what I'm doing now, and the Lord sees that. The Lord sees that, but here is what happened. Because they obeyed, here's what happened. Verse six, when they had done so, when they obeyed and went out deeper, and and you gotta catch this, he doesn't really have a whole lot of faith anything's gonna happen, but he's just gonna obey. He lets down the net, and they caught such a large number of fish. That equals increase, and I told you like last year, we as a church and we as the believers on the earth, we began to see an awakening. And it's continuing. It's continuing. And there were so many fish that their nets began to break. And guess what? Both boats began to sink because they were so full of fish. That's a lot of fish. But you know, even this year, God is calling us to go deeper. And it can feel like, you know, man, my nets are about to break and my life is about to sink. You don't know how busy I am. You don't know what's going on. I can't even. And to that, you know, Peter, when he saw this, when Peter saw this, what did Peter do? He just fell at his feet and began to worship him. And I think Jesus then, he says, go away from me, Jesus. I'm just a sinful man. And even to our, like, busy lives, I think this is what God would say to us right now. Jesus replied to Simon, and he says to you and I, don't be afraid, or don't be overwhelmed. From now on, you're going to fish for people. Where you work, where you live, where you go to church, where you go to you know, buy groceries, you're going to fish for people because the anointing of God is on you. And... Um, And look, at as as, as soon as they landed, what did they do? They left everything and followed Jesus. Could it be that's what God's saying? Go deeper, leave everything, and follow me. Why? Because I've put you on the earth and on this mountain for such a time as this to bring in a tremendous increase into my kingdom. Now, with that in mind, we're going to go to uh, John chapter 21 and we're going to see the second key because this will be the second miraculous catch of fish. And this is an important point right here. Number one, hear and obey his call. Number two, if we're going to go deeper with God and deeper with one another, bring him your disappointments. Bring him your disappointments. Now, what happens in John chapter 21, this is three years later from Luke chapter 5, and some crazy events have happened in the life of Peter. About a week and a half before we, you know, go in the narrative, he was with the Lord, Jesus, and he told Jesus, I will not deny you, and Jesus said, I'm telling you, before the Cock crows, you're going to deny me three times this night. He goes, all of those might, all these other people might deny you. I will never deny you. But Peter denied him openly three times. They said, aren't you the one that was with Because I don't know the man. He goes, aren't you the one? And when Jesus was arrested, Peter didn't stand up for him, didn't you know, acknowledge him. He denied him. And I think for all of us, you know, there's these things called disappointments. And if you've been on walking with God, you can know it can be really difficult time, sometimes with these disappointments. You know, I'll, I'll tell y'all something. Um, so many of you know that I struggle with, uh, thank you, Jerry. Did y'all see that about trip me right there? You see the devil trying to throw me down? <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, this week. Or or actually last week. Many of you know I struggle with like uh, food allergies, extreme food allergies. And so I I went and got this testing done. And uh, I found out that about half the foods that I can't eat, I can't eat anymore. Just disappointed. Like what? And maybe... You've fallen away from God, or or maybe you've had a business thing go bad, or maybe a relationship thing's gone bad, and you're just. Disappointed, disappointed with life. We got to bring him our disappointments. This is where Peter was. He was disappointed and all that would happen. So so Peter goes. What does he do? He hears, okay, Jesus appears to him. He's resurrected Jesus. He comes back. He was crucified, but then he raises from the dead, and he tells his disciples, go to Galilee. I will see you there. And so they go to Galilee, and what does Peter do? Peter goes back to Tagtha, his favorite fishing spot. And there at Takfa, he says the following in verse 2. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. What is Peter? He's like, I, I blew it. I messed up. I'm just going to go fish. And so the guys go, hey, we'll go with you. And so they go out in a boat in his favorite fishing spot. And while he's there fishing at night, because that night is symbolic. Night means that was a dark time in his life. Did he think about the times that he denied the Lord? Did he think about the opportunity he had to stand up for Jesus and he didn't do it? Did he think about, gosh, tactful, that's where he called me to be a fishers of man, but now am I disqualified? He was disappointed. Maybe you are too. Maybe with a relationship. Maybe one time I tried to get with God. One time I tried to serve God and I'm just disappointed. You know, that's the kind of thing that was going on in Peter's life. And think of the memories that happened on that beach. And here's what makes it even even more amazing. If we read in in verse 3, it says, But that night, there they are out trying to catch fish, but that night they caught nothing. And here's Peter thinking to himself, gosh, I had a ministry. I was one of the main disciples. Now I'm disqualified because of my own sin. I blew it. He told me I was gonna be a fisher of men, that I was gonna I was gonna do this great thing. And now I can't even catch fish. How many lives like that, man? When it rains, it just pours when you're disappointed but hang on, hang on, because something amazing is going to happen. In verse 4, it says, early in the morning, the sun is starting to shine. And not only that, Jesus is on the beach. Jesus stood on the shore but the disciples did not recognize him. They're in a boat about 100 yards away from the beach of Tagba and Jesus is standing on the shore. And as the sun rose that day, I'm telling you, the son of God who rose from the dead was on that shore. And what does the scripture say? But they did not recognize him. And that's what happens in times of disappointment you lose sight. It's like you get blind to where are you, God? You lose it. It's like, where are you? I just wanted to see you. Where are you? And there he is on the shore. And what does he do? He calls out, hey, hey, you guys, you got me fish. And they said, we well, ain't yeah, call a thing. There's the risen Savior right there. We haven't caught a thing, but look what he does next. This is so amazing. I I, I just love this passage of scripture and what it means. He said, throw your net on the right side and you'll find some. The right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did so, they were unable to haul in the net because of the large number of fish. Now, here's what I want to tell you. Everything in the Bible has meaning. This has symbolic meaning. What does the right side speak of in the Bible? The right side is symbolic of the side of blessing, the left side is symbolic of the side of judgment. And what was happening is Peter and the disciples were fishing on the left side of disappointment and judgment, judging themselves. We are a failure condemned. We blew it. And what does Jesus say? Get out of that judgment of yourself and start fishing in the right side of my blessing. There's a lesson here for us to the people of God who go out to reach people for Christ. We can't fish and the left side of judging people for what they've done or not done. We have to fish in the right side of blessing them for who they are. It's about identity. That's what it's about. It's about identity. So, so it's amazing. And, and, and then the next scripture, there's such a large number of fish they can't even haul it in. So at this point... They're trying to pull in the fish, and then John, the disciple John, looks on the beach, 100 yards, looks on the beach and went, it's the Lord. When Peter hears this, I really want to jump into the crowd right now, but I'm not. When Peter hears this, he just runs and jumps into the water and starts swimming. And there's Jesus on the beach. And even in your disappointments, he's with you. You can't see him, but he's there. And and Peter comes climbing up on the beach and looks at him, and Jesus sitting there. You know what Jesus is doing? Jesus is smiling at him. And so what does Jesus say? This is so cool. He he just says to him, hey, bring some of the fish you caught. So Peter runs back and the boat now is coming in and he just, it says that Peter by himself just just brought in the fish. And I want you to see this, this scripture. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net, or sure, I mean, he did it himself. He was so jacked with adrenaline because he had just seen Jesus that he just, a hundred and, and it says it was full of large fish, 153, 153, I mean, you realize those, that's probably about 300 pounds. People were saying he just pulled the net in by himself. But look at this. But even with so many fish, look at this. The net, symbolic of our lives, was not torn. Why was the net torn in the first time at Tagfa, the miraculous catch of fish, and not on the second? There's so much symbolic meaning in what God is wanting to speak to you. The first of fish the disciples were prideful. They were boastful. They just thought they could do it themselves. But this miraculous catch-a-fish, they were desperate for the Lord. They were together. And they, listen carefully, they had the relationships with God and one another that the net was not torn. And I, I, I speak to you, I prophesy to you, God is wanting to strengthen the net and build a network. Y'all catch that, net, the work, so the net will work. And it's called life groups in this church. That our connection, our being together will be like a net that he will take and he will drag throughout this city and catch multitudes of people who need Jesus. But our nets must not tear. How how are we going to keep them from tearing? By loving God and loving one another and being so deep, deeper, go deeper in our love and relationships for one another so that the nets won't tear. Now, it's fascinating to see this next scripture. What is Jesus going to do when all these disciples come up on the shore, they're dragging the fish up, and they come up and he's sitting at a a fire? You would think, well, certainly he's going to correct them. Certainly he's going to like, I told you guys all that was going to happen. How could you deny me? How could you abandon me in my time? he, He doesn't do any of that. And he doesn't do any of that when you're disappointed so much so that maybe your faith is hurt or you struggle with sin. What does Jesus do? He serves. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And it may be you've fallen in sin over and over and over. And you're thinking, God's just going to be up there and he's just going to judge me and get mad at me. he's just, no, he's not. He's going to be Come on and have some breakfast. Such a beautiful picture of what what the Lord has here. Come and have some breakfast. This brings us to our final key of going deeper with Him and one another. Let's go right to it. And the number third, the three, the third key is this: restore your first love more than ever. More than ever. Hear and obey his call. Church, harvest Hap, I'm calling. I I want you to come deeper with me. In your love for me and your love for one another. I I want you to bring me all your disappointments. Don't live in the past of unforgiveness and, oh, I did that. And And restore your love for Jesus. Now, this next point, in order to do it justice, I need to give you uh, two of the four Greek words that we find in the Scripture. Two, of the, two Greek words for love in the Scripture here. Uh, there's actually four, but I'm, I'm going to show you two. The first one is agape love. And agape love is the unconditional, selfless, self-sacrificing God way to love. It's 100% love. And then the next form of love is also beautiful as well. But it's like friendship; it's probably love, like you know. You know, it's one one guy, Benson. He's, he was writing about it. Said it's like it's like eighty percent love, but agape is like one hundred percent love. There's two two degrees of love, and now we'll take it into the scripture in John chapter twenty-one. They have just completed eating breakfast. And Peter and all the disciples are looking at Jesus. What's he going to say? What's going to happen? Peter denied him three times openly and pridefully said, I'll never deny you. And yet he did. What's Jesus going to say? And he says the following. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Do you agape me? Do you 100% love me? Peter knows, he, Peter knows he can't answer. Yes, I, I agape you. Because what Jesus says, do you love me more than these? How about you? Do you agape, Jesus, more than your life? Really? And, and Peter knows he can't answer that, so he says, Yes, Lord, you know I love phileo, like friendship love. You know I phileo you. And he said to him, ten my lambs. <laughs> and then he asked a second time. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you, lo- do you agape me? Do you like love me like God loves sacrificially, like your whole 100% life? He says, yes, Lord, you know I phileo, friendship love you. And then Jesus said to him the second time, he he just says to him, shepherd my sheep. And then Jesus asked another question. And I think he asked every single person in this room these questions. And then verse 17, he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you on me? Am I even your friend? Now it says Peter was grieved. Why was Peter grieved? Because Jesus (laughs) Went and said, Do you even am I your friend? And he said to him a third time, You you know, you you do he says, You know I phileo you, you know it. And then Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. What's so amazing about this moment in the scripture to me and for us today. Is three times Jesus, I mean, three times Peter denies Jesus. And he knew, Jesus knew, three times he needs to proclaim me. But what's amazing in this, Peter, who was so prideful, Peter, who said, I'll never deny you, Peter, who didn't deserve anything, thought he was disqualified, completely disappointed, Jesus gives him a ministry. The first time, he's supposed to catch fish. Remember that? You follow me, and I will will make you fishers of men. That's like an evangelism. Go out there and win people. But now he gives like a pastoral call. You're going to take care of my people. What amazing trust. This has so many ramifications for us. And I want to start with this one. How about you? Do you Phileo Jesus? Or do you agape him? Because that agape love, it says greater love has no one than this, then somebody would lay down their life for a friend. And Jesus said, He says it's by your love one for another, this world, this mountain, will know you're my disciples. I think with this love thing, I think if you're struggling right now and you need to come to Jesus and you're struggling with sin, or to, you're not going to get out of that except for one way, and that's by love. Why don't I just go and sin and act like a crazy person? Because I love agape you. I love you more than this. I love you more than that. I just love you. And he's reaching out for all of us to go deeper. It's it's quite amazing what happens in the Scripture because what did Peter Peter learn? Did he learn this? What did he take off the beach of Tacva and these two encounters with Jesus and and even these words here we know that he becomes an apostle and, and he's, he's sent out to bring the gospel to all the world, even though he had failed. But in the book of First Peter, you can read it. In First Peter, he's learned something and now he's going to impart it. And there's such a prophetic word for our church and for you and I here today. Here it is. This comes from First Peter 1 and verse 22. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, in other words, you've come to Christ, So that you have sincere love. Phileo. You really love one another. This is what Peter's saying. You really phileo one another. But he calls us to go. He calls them to go deeper. As you really phileo each other now, love agape one another. Agape one another. And then he ends by saying deeply from the heart. If the worship team would come on up right now, I want to invite the worship team and as they come, I'm going to ask you a question today. Do you really love Jesus? Do you phileo or agape him? How much do you love and how deep in that love would you go? Would you lose your life for him? Well, here's the, here's the answer to that question. Would you lose your life for one another? I'm gonna invite you to stand. Come on, let's stand on them. Mm. And as we come before the Lord. I want to ask you all a question. How many are here today? And maybe you're like Peter. Or maybe you've been going at life and you're like, yeah, I love God. I love God. And maybe you've strayed away and maybe in the midst of your disappointments, you've just been like so disillusioned with it. You're on the beach of Tapha today, and there's the Lord right here, right now. And he's asking you, do you agape me? How many here today, I I will not embarrass you, but I want to see a show of hands. How many here today need to give their heart to Christ? I mean fully, 100% Agape. Bring your disappointments to Him, and just come back to Christ. How many just go, I need to come back to you? Will you just raise your hand to the Lord right now? Yeah, we see that. Praise God. Raise it high. I see it. Raise it high. Many hands. Yeah. I see those hands. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And I, I want to invite the entire congregation to, to, to say this prayer with me out loud with, for, in, in agreement with those that are doing it for the first or second time. Come back to Him. Come back to Him. Let's pray this prayer. If everybody would just say it together. Say, Dear God, Dear God I, confess you, I confess my sin to You. And I'm so sorry for my sin. Please forgive me. I come back to you. Into your arms. I confess Jesus is Lord. And believe that he raised from the dead. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. I accept you right now as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give him praise for those that prayed that? Yes, God. Wow. Wow, you're awesome. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To find out more about our ministry, visit hhcboone.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Harvest House Church Boone.